0: What's going on, Eagles Nation? Welcome to the latest Birds Banter podcast, presented to you by PHL Sports Nation and sponsored by Anchor. My name is Matt Loopy, and I'm joined by Logan Banker and Sean McMenman. We are members of PHL Eagles Nation, enhancing your Eagles fan experience and keeping you up to date on all things Eagles. With a draft just around the corner, we're here to tell you that the Eagles are going to draft either an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman in the first round. I know there's a lot of needs and a lot of players that have been meeting with the Eagles in the past with at uh, the defensive back position, wide receiver, running back. Maybe uh, they've had interest in linebackers, but we're here to tell you that their first pick is going to be on the line. Sean, why do you think they're going to do that?
1: Yeah, so first I want to talk about kind of a philosophy of picking on the lines. So a big reason for this, I think the trenches are one of the most important parts of the game, if not the most important part, because you've seen throughout the years – a great offensive line leads to success, whether it be in the running game or the passing game. And then on the defensive end, it can lead to many sacks, turnovers, which then convert to points on the offense. And I think it's really essential that the Eagles build great offensive and defensive lines for the future since it leads to much success, as I just noted. And an example of that was when the Eagles won the Super Bowl two years ago and they had a very successful offensive line, which led to – which they led to many touchdowns with great blocking and then on the defensive end they forced lots of sacks and turnovers which set the points on the offensive side and depth of this position is very important during a long season due to the wear and tear that the players experience at those positions and I think we can really solidify our, both our offensive and defensive line for many years to come through this draft especially this year as it's a loaded draft for defensive linemen
0: yeah, um, those are all great points there. We obviously see that the Eagles prioritize their lines the most uh, on the team. They invest their most money in there and kind of build the offense and defense out from the lines. And rightfully so, the games are won on the lines. If you can't control the offensive line, you're going to have a rough day on offense. And if you can't control the defensive line, an offense is going to tear you apart. It sets a tone for the entire team. And they want to make sure that they have quality and depth all around on both sides of the ball, especially on those lines, because Eagles like to rotate players. They have players that are special specialties and a certain type of package or a certain type of situation. And um, I really think that they're going to add the rich, are going to get richer and um, add to those strong offensive and defensive lines.
2: Yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to give another example of uh, why the lines are important. So the game the end of the Eagles' season last year in New Orleans is honestly a perfect example as to why the lines always need to be prioritized. First, we saw Brandon Brooks go down with the torn Achilles, and then the Eagles didn't really have much of an answer at right guard, um, which caused the offense to struggle a lot. Foles was constantly under duress, and he was missing throws. So kind of just threw the entire tempo of the offense off. And then uh, on defense, we saw Fletcher Cox get hurt, and all of a sudden Drew Brees had pretty much all day to throw, and the defense was just getting torn apart after – doing a pretty good job uh, limiting the Saints in every facet of the game. And then just losing those two players alone was arguably a thing that single-handedly ended the Eagles season, potentially stopped them from making uh, consecutive Super Bowl appearances. So um, when the Eagles are on the clock to start the draft, it should definitely be expected for them to focus on the lines because you really want to be able to avoid situations like that. You want to be able to trust guys that uh, you're putting on the field just in case someone does get hurt. And then um, in that situation, it allows the team to succeed. Whereas, in New Orleans uh to end the season and kind of just burn the team to the ground at the end.
0: Yeah, obviously depth depth is very important and um the Eagles don't really have a starter need for any of the positions across the board, but Jason Peters coming back, the left tackle got resolidified. Um Brandon Book- Brooks might miss some time for the start of the season without Achilles like Logan just said, but The starters are kind of set, so they're just looking for depth and guys that they can rotate in and, in the event of injury, put that player in. Uh, And Logan's going to give us a few names after this ad. So, Logan, at pick 25, who do you think will be there on the offensive or defensive side of the line that can be there for the Eagles to pick?
2: There will definitely be a a handful of uh, prospects available there. On the defensive front, uh, some if not all of these prospects will be there between Christian Wilkins, as we mentioned on the previous podcasts, Jeffrey Tillery, uh, Dexter Lawrence, Jeffrey Simmons, and Clellan Farrell. On the offensive line, uh, you got guys like Cody Ford, Jonah Williams, Chris Lindstrom, and Titus Howard are all options there. Um, they would all be good choices, but if it was really down to it, I'd probably prefer Wilkins, Ford, or Williams at 25. Um, the others, um, I'd probably recommend the Eagles either move back or uh hope they make it to pick 53 in the second round because it would kind of be uh, a little bit of a reach um, taking them at 25. Uh, we saw um, an article come, up, come out today about Trey Howard how he might slide into the first round. I thought it was a force putting him at pick 57 in my mock draft, so I definitely wouldn't feel comfortable with him at 25 or so Um But there's definitely some good guys there at 25 on the lines for the Eagles to target, to uh, kind of plug in and play when they need to.
1: Yeah, I think if the Eagles were to go... Uh, defensive lineman. I would prefer them picking Christian Wilkins and if it was on the offensive line I would say Cody Ford as in a podcast a couple weeks ago I mentioned them possibly selecting him with the, that pick at 25 so as we mentioned it would just add depth to already dominant both offensive and defensive line so you can't really go wrong here
0: yeah I'm going to say that the Eagles are going to target the interior of both of those lines the most um, I know fans of the Eagles are going crazy on Twitter saying that the left tackle is the biggest need of the draft but I'm sorry it's not they're not gonna target a left tackle I mean maybe they will but I don't think it's the biggest need they still have Peters for another year they still have big V to back up Jordan Maliata is still in progress they love him they think that he's making great progress I don't think a left tackle will be drafted in the draft I could be wrong but Personally, I don't see them taking a tackle. Um, Obviously, they need depth, but they do have depth already. So that's beside the point. But on the interior of the offensive line, they are kind of thin. They kind of need somebody that can start if Brooks isn't ready. And on the defensive side of the ball, it really falls off after Cox and Malik Jackson. They have Trayvon Hester, um, who blocked that kick against the Bears. But he doesn't have a lot of... Experience and you want to make sure that you can put somebody in because last year we thought the Eagles were going to be set with Tim Jernigan and Fletcher Cox, and then Jernigan missed more than half the season and we had to play a and then he got hurt. So there's a lot of pieces that you got to put together, but I think the interior of those lines are the most lacking of depth, and I think that's what they're going to target.
2: Yeah, I've been kind of surprised to hear all the um, hype around the Eagles taking a lineman. Specifically at left tackle. Um, they won a Super Bowl by starting left tackle. So it's not like they would have nothing there if Peters were to get hurt again. And then, like you said, now we've heard all kinds of love for uh, uh Jordan Mylata and all the progress he's made, how um they really expect the things from him. And then we also heard uh Matt Pryor, who's expected to be kind of a fill in at the guard spot, say they, they seem very high on him. They um definitely trust him at least to play if they need to. I, I think Brandon Brooks should be ready. To go for week one, but in the event he's not, they still have prior. so it's not like they need to take an um, offensive lineman, and I uh, definitely agree that they need a defensive lineman more than offensive lineman. Yeah, I, I I definitely prefer a defensive lineman at 25, though, than a offensive lineman.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it would be important to get a defensive lineman opposed to offensive lineman, whereas you can get Wilkins, a guy that'll bring down the quarterback and get a lot of pressure, and on the offensive line, you already have guys waiting and ready to start if they need to. So definitely defensive line, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, like I said before, the Eagles aren't looking for starters. They're looking for depth at this point, um, which is our next segment of this podcast. I really think that the Eagles are just targeting the best player available on either of the lines. Obviously, like I said, they want to prioritize the interior of the lines more. But if you guys watch Jason Kelsey speak to the media the other day... There's two points that I really want to point out from what he said. Number one, someone asked if uh, how close were you from making back to back NFC championship games, and he said we we're a hurt right guard away, hinting that if Brandon Brooks never got that injury, that torn Achilles in the Saints game, they would have won that game, and I completely believe him. They were they were rolling and then that offensive line was just off after because they had to put a backup in and it just didn't go well. So if they have somebody with starting potential or just rotational piece potential to plug in if Brooks or another guy on the line goes down, then they're set. They're going to win games, and the injuries won't hurt as much. So that's very important. And the second point that he made was he finished the season with a grade 2 MCL tear, a torn elbow, and a broken foot among any other nagging injuries and just said, oh yeah, you just get dinged up every season. Those aren't just dings. Those are potentially season-ending injuries that he played through. And I guarantee you, he looked at that depth depth of the offensive line and said, there's nobody behind me that can snap the ball as well as I can, so why am I going to sit out and put my team at risk? So you put a player, an all-pro player, at risk with all those injuries, um, completely injured, getting more injuries as the season goes on, if the Eagles had somebody behind him that has the potential of Jason Kelsey, then he can sit out. He can get healthy because there's no reason that you need to put him in after all those injuries. I support him for all of his uh, toughness and playing through all the injuries, but that's kind of ridiculous that it had to come to that.
2: Yeah, definitely. The only thing about that is, uh, at least in terms of the draft, this is a... Uh pretty weak draft in terms of center. So you're not going to find a guy that you can really trust behind Jason Kelsey. Um, like you said, offensive line, it's pretty, it would be more kind of a depth thing on the defensive line. You could be drafting someone that he probably won't start week one because you haven't Jackson, but say you get um, a Christian Wilkins or a Jeffrey Simmons. It, both of those have the potential to um, kind of overtake Jackson as the year goes on because he does struggle against a run. So um, uh, you could be eventually drafting a starter at least for year one, on the defensive line whereas on the offensive line be a year two or year three kind of starter type of thing.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned Jason Kelsey Matt because he's such a tough man. He went through all that, put his body on the line just to see this team succeed. And it kind of stinks how we didn't have much depth behind him to support him. And he was pretty much forced to go on in his opinion. So it's definitely crucial that we draft either offensive or defensive lineman in this draft. And the next point that we'll be talking about is whether the Eagles should trade up or down, and if it's a possibility. In my opinion, I think it is a possibility, as it pretty much happens often in NFL drafts over the past few years, and the Eagles will look to do so if need be. And if there is a player on the Eagles' big board that has fallen more than they had anticipated, I think Howie Roseman will definitely pounce on that opportunity and snag that player. And I would really like to see the Eagles trade up in possibly the second or third rounds, especially if that player feels a drastic need on the roster and they can pick him up. And it'll just be interesting to see how this plays out. But here's hoping that the Eagles will put themselves in the best possible scenario where they can draft most, if not all, of their draft targets this coming.
0: Yeah, I would believe that the Eagles are more likely to trade up than down because they have those two second round picks that would be used as ammo. They could use one to trade up. Um, if a guy slides like this, podcast is just for talking about offensive defensive linemen so obviously we're firm believers in that they will take one of those positions in the first round so if say a guy like ed oliver that i'm very high on i've talked about a lot falls to the teens i think they'll make their move for him then and something that joe douglas said that i want to point out is he has a philosophy that uh he goes by and he's it says a luxury pick now may be a necessity tomorrow. And he's saying that obviously, I pick this applies if they stay there too. But trading up, if they have somebody there that's a luxury at Oliver Falls to say like 14, and they have the chance to trade up for him just using one second round pick and their first round pick, then that's perfect. Like you have to pounce on that right now because. Couple weeks into the season, Malik Jackson might go down, and you have nobody there, so you kind of have to take advantage of all those situations and plan for the future, not just uh who's going to fall to you. you got to look around and see who's in front, who's below, and see who's going to be best to put your team into the situation that you want to be in.
2: yeah, I've seen a, a lot of mixed signals in terms of trading up or trading down, but it's kind of to be expected this close to the draft I've seen. How we say that he isn't as worried about youth this year, so he could package some picks to move up in the draft, uh, which would lessen the team with picks, but they'd definitely get better talent. I've also seen the reporters mention that the Eagles might be open open for business to move back. I honestly don't see the point of moving back unless the Eagles feel that the late first round talent is similar to the second round talent, but that kind of depends if something falls on that fifty or twenty five or not. Um, I would be alright if the Eagles moved up a few spots to ensure they get Christian Wilkins or if they trade up into the top 15 of, uh, excuse me, at Albert Falls. but I am um, not. I wouldn't bank on the Eagles actually wanting him, though, because we heard how this pre-draft interview didn't really go too well, so I'm not sure if they'd want to put together that many assets to get a guy that maybe they don't feel has a good enough drive or just won't be a fit with them, but obviously that remains to be seen.
1: Yeah, I think it's safe to say that High Risman will do whatever is needed to put the team in the best possible position in the 2019 draft. And I think he'll get the make the best moves, whether it be trading up or down, and draft a player he really wants for this upcoming season.
0: Yeah, we just got to see what they do. Obviously, it's going to be interesting. Last year, um, we're all waiting up. I assume at pick number thirty-two to see if, what they would do when they eventually trade out. Obviously, it paid off getting that second second-round pick this year, but. Um, Crazy things do happen. You never know what's going to happen. We might all be waiting for 25, and they just trade out of the first round again. But um, just something we we got to stay tuned for. And there's a lot of rumors, but we won't know until next Thursday. Thank you all for tuning in. If you have any thoughts on our discussions today, send us a tweet at Birds Banter on Twitter, and let us know who you think the Eagles will take in the first round. Be sure to tune in next time for more Birds Banter. Go Birds!
1: Go Birds! you. Mm-hmm.